Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am actually joined by Sarge. Hello from the underworld or wherever I was. I, I don't know if you guys established any lore for me. Uh, we had you. We had you on the side of the road with a broken down car. I think that's, that's what. We I played. mean, that was a thing that happened, <laughs> among other things. <laughs> Outstanding, and the mysterious hell. Hello, my beautiful babies. <laughs> this is Doubtfire. Hello, yeah. hello. <laughs> yes. That wasn't exactly what I was going for because I didn't know what I was going for because I was reading something on my phone when it got to my turn. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the incredibly professional podcast that we run, we're always totally on top of it. We have all our bits totally planned out and ready to rock. Robin gone too soon. What could be more professional than looking up uh, replacement vape batteries while podcasting? (laughs) Nothing. For your rig. Yeah, yeah for, for for my gear, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking, yeah. <laughs> I like I like how gear just became a term to for for doing anything. Essentially, it's just yeah. like like I've heard it referred to like for 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 vaping stuff, and obviously for steroid use, and also for heroin use. It's great. Everything is <laughs> yeah. just gear. Everything. Yeah. Can I get your gear, bro? I mean, for killing titans, it's like three D gear. Right? <laughs> yeah, three D three D mobility nice. gear. Hell yeah. Yep. Finally, a way to move in three dimensions. So, so lucky. That's <laughs> what it's all about. Anyway, what the fuck is this podcast about? Oh, right, QAnon. Yeah. Uh, oh, what a time to be alive. Definitely no QAnon news this week. So, oh, uh, what absolutely a, what a zero. boring show. Yeah, Just we're. A- we're I, I had Frosty go over like seven old drops. That's all we're going to cover this week. It's going to be great. Be so I thought cool. we were going to cover the first episode of House of the Dragon, a show that I totally watched <laughs> uh, because uh, I'm an idiot. No, if if you decided to watch that show, uh, I wouldn't go so far as to say you're an idiot. I would just say that you're tra- you're still trapped in an abusive relationship with the Game of Thrones franchise. So when it treats you bad, you still go back to it at some point. And you yeah. know that happens to the best of us. Like you know, for for serious stuff and for funny goof stuff. Uh, sometimes, like Pokemon, is mine. That that shit is like my kryptonite. Anytime they come out with a new game, I pay them sixty dollars to play it for like ten hours and go, oh, it's the same <laughs> thing, and then get bored. <laughs> yep. Hey, I, I, what, I have another sixty dollars loaded in the chamber for this holiday season, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for. I, I found out that the, allegedly there's a Babylon Five reboot out there, and then I found out it's going to be on the CW, and I was like, oh no! <laughs> oh man, sexy team Babylon Five. <laughs> It's on the CW. <laughs> Man, what a monkey's paw. Babylon yeah. 5 reboot. It's on the CW. Yeah, I mean, but, but I mean, I have no choice. I have to watch it. So, I mean, it's going to be super brutal. <laughs> that, that, that was like when they finally came out with the Halo show, but they were like, yeah. psych, it's on Paramount+. Oh. Plus. It's just like, oh, no. It was supposed to be a movie directed by Neil Blomkamp, but instead of that, you're going to get this Paramount Plus show. shout out to elvis the alien he did a little one hour video on the first season of that so i got to experience its terribleness without having to watch any of it and yikes it seems pretty fucking bad i watched his breakdown of that too it's just like oh holy shit bud 
I had forgotten all about that show until I saw like YouTube was like, "Hey, Elvis the Alien posted this thing about it." And I was like, "Oh, right, there's a Halo show. Why? Why did I forget about that?" Yeah, because nobody talked about it because it fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> God, oh, I can't. I can't wait to be that. I can't wait to be the the Elvis the Alien uh, doing that version of that thing for the Babylon Five podcast, so you guys can understand what Babylon yeah. Five on the CW was all about. Well, we'll have to be- we'll have to dig out Babylon Five Five from Mothballs. Yes, we'll, we'll finally revisit one of our podcasts within a podcast. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> and, and, and one of these days when we do a Patreon fundraiser or whatever, uh, like a like a drive, uh, we should we should dangle the tantalizing carrot of an episode of We Have to Talk About We Have to Talk About Kevin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because I've never actually seen that movie, but every time I see the poster, it makes me laugh. I'm like, what a name for a thing. Holy crap. <laughs> ah, well, we've uh, we've well, we've avoided even the wor- the lightest and fluffiest forms of Hell World currently. But let's dip into the amuse-bouche and see what's going on there. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse-bouche. Yeah, damn it. My bouche needs amusing. Damn right it does. So we have breaking amuse-bouche. Yes, we have breaking hilarious news. <laughs> which, is, which is kind of weird. Like, it's just like, hey, the amuse-bouche is for stuff that's not really a headline, but it's like, breaking, not a headline. <laughs> right, exactly. Although, I guess depending on the severity of it, it could be a headline. Um, Mike surprised both Sarge and I with this right yeah. before we started podcasting. So, uh, Mike, this time, more earnestly than most, I ask you, what the fuck are you talking about with this headline? <laughs> MTG swatted. Yes. So uh, our uh, everyone's favorite congressperson, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, p- posted on uh, her like non-band social media accounts that she had been swatted, and that more details were would be forthcoming about her uh, swatting. Now, uh, generally speaking, in the parlance of uh, what swatting is supposed to mean. This means that people falsely uh, claim something terrible is happening at your house, like a hostage situation or something, and cops kick down your door with guns drawn, and potentially the person being swatted can get killed. Because, like, swatting is like... It happens here in Kansas. Right. Swatting is like a super dangerous thing, and it's a thing people do in an effort to, like, hurt or, or potentially murder other people. So, I'm, what, uh, so I, I'm going to go ahead and assume that that's not how this went down, considering it's not a headline. <laughs> It'd be like, and, and, and then a SWAT team did in fact kicked out her door. They pointed their rifles at her face. So, yeah, what happened was as the cops were arriving in the area, they did a Google search and they found out that this was did a actually Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, residence that odds were that the person calling in the uh, swatting attempt was not on the level. And by the time they arrived at her house, it was not uh, kicking down the door, guns blazing. Uh, She's in danger for her life. It was uh, them just being like, hey, um, somebody said some shit about you and said something was going on here. So, uh, yeah, this is probably someone pulling some shit. So that's actually how this went out. This was not a life and death situation. This was not the the great terror that MTG is portraying it to be. Yeah, uh, I think that it shouldn't have even gotten this far because you shouldn't be able to swat a sitting congressperson no matter how much you don't like said sitting congressperson. It It just should not have gotten this far. 
it's baffling that they were even in the car ready to go do a swatting like that. That's uh, sorry, sorry, are you going on the record as being anti swatting? Yes, I, I bold statement. What a hero! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look at, look at uh, the, 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 the triumphant heroes returned. Don't How swat can people. Say you don't so like. bold. Yeah, yeah. How about uh, how about we just don't swat people that we don't like? J- yeah. Jafil? <laughs> just across the board, top to bottom. Yeah, swatting bad. Yeah, and uh, so again, uh, she, this the cops figured it out on their way over to her house. Uh, it was all sorted out. Guns were not drawn. Marjorie Taylor was not in fear for her life. And the person that conducted this uh, swatting was a uh, it, it was a person with a robot voice. They were using a voice distorter. And uh, they were they referenced uh, Kiwi Farms, which is a right wing uh, harassment site is basically the easiest way to describe it. It started off as a kind of thing where people were trying to like, oh, you know, just being edgelords and shitheads and just general idiots Kiwi on the Farms Internet. Kiwi Farms started to keep track of Chris Chan. Yeah, that I didn't know. So, uh, but now it currently exists to uh, dox people, terrorize people. Is generally monstrous. There's a there's a big internet drama right now because they're attacking a trans activist, and um, there's thought that this uh, swatting attack and the person who uh, unleashed it on MTG uh, referencing Kiwi Farms as being part of their motivations was actually an attempt to get Kiwi Farms in even more trouble than they already are in, which they're the worst. They should be deplatformed. They should be. It's a double fake. Yes. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was an attempt to be like, yeah, I'm with Kiwi Farms and we're doing bad things. We're doing bad things to Marjorie Taylor Greene because we're Kiwi Farms. So this might actually be like a false flag against Kiwi Farms in an effort to try to get more shit dumped on them, which they rightfully deserve. Uh, They don't deserve someone trying a swatting mission to make them look bad, but they're already bad enough. They, they don't need more, um, ammunition to make themselves look terrible by comparison so but yeah. uh, jack posevec posted like mtg reports details of being swatted by trans activists because he knows who he wants trans. you to hate yeah. yeah 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 he he wants he wants you to be mad at those evil trans people trying to get mtg swatted and yeah i wonder him. i wonder if that's algorithm manipulation on his part because there's that like you know trans person that is in fact being swatted and harassed by kiwi farms uh and maybe they're just like hey if we work the word trans into our swatting narrative for this then when people search for trans and swatting and mtg like maybe like maybe those will come up and if they if they just search for trans and swat maybe this will come up maybe i'm oh, giving oh, them too oh. much credit for being too savvy with the uh, the, the the new tech Oh right. god! The, like that—that that is something that happens a lot. Where you'll click on a Twitter trend, you'll, like the top five Twitter trends will be like very random things that have nothing to do with each other. And as you scroll through it, you'll get a random uh, K-pop uh, artist like dancing, and literally all the captions are just the top five Twitter trends. And it was just an effort to get this K-pop person in your feed by the person posting the tweet. And they were just like, Biden sells out America, indict Trump. And it's a K-pop dancer dancing. And you're just like, God damn it. You're just gaming the system, you piece of shit. Well, I mean, if the system is that easy to game, then it, that, that that's on, that's on the designers of the game. 
Speaking of gaming the system, Dr. Oz, uh, a man trying to do nothing but game the system and reportedly failing from everything I've seen. No, uh, wait, is, is, he, is he back with more crudité news? Is this the Dr. Oz crudité minute? I, I'm bummed I missed out on the weeks where the Queen of Canada was coming out with crudité and then we had Dr. Oz with crudité. Oh, God damn it. What a, what a time to be away. Dude, Crudite is getting that big push. Pretty soon you're going to be seeing K-pop music video drops with hashtag Crudite trending on Twitter. Yes. Did you, <laughs> did you get, while I was gone, did you guys talk about the Queen of Canada's uh, basket of sardines? No, uh, no, but we did talk about Dr. Oz's Crudite. A lot of stuff happened while you were gone. So we, di- we didn't talk about the Queen of Canada as much as I would like. And also, she's the Queen of the World. Thank you. Yeah, I yes. think she's dialed that back a little. But I don't think we, I don't think we even... We, we, we didn't even really cover her trying to arrest Canadian law enforcement very much. I think we made a joke about it and then moved on because it's just like... It's a huge nothing. She's even yeah. more nothing than QAnon. Because like her reach is just like a bunch of truly sad old Canadians. Who don't yeah. pay their gas bill? And she's like, "Hey, I've got good news for you. You don't have to pay your gas bill." And they're like, "Ah, oh, gee, thanks, Queen." And then suddenly she... the gas company comes out, and they're just like, "No, we've been telling you for a long time that you do in fact have to pay this bill, and now you don't have any gas." And guess what? Winter is coming. House of the Dragons on HBO Max now. Boom! Check it. <laughs> she said the the Canadian Army showed up with their secret spaceship above the police station in support of her and her followers. Yeah, don't worry, guys. It looks like we're getting our asses beaten on the ground, but the invisible spaceship that only I can see is here, and it's really helping out. Oh, man, you have no uh, idea. So wild. It's fighting off the Canadian Air Force that was totally about to drop, like, all kinds of bombs on us, but the spaceship sent it away, which is why we're now only being peaceably arrested by the Canadian Royal Mounted Police. You know, it's all Truly, the alien spaceship was the Captain Marvel of the Queen of Canada uh, Odyssey. Yes. Just sh- yeah, showed, so- up, showed up at the end, did a thing vaguely up in the sky, and then was just sort of like, remember how important I was supposed to be? Well, I'm done. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Peace Sarge- out. Sarge's Queen of Canada roundup. But uh, Oh, thank God. We we needed it. We were, we I were, mean, we, the, the audience fine. craves it. Has it. Be, it has to be more interesting than whatever Dr. Oz is doing this week. Uh, well, Doctor. Well, Doctor Oz this week has decided that uh, being a laughing stock and a punching bag is no fun. So it's time to just become a piece of shit. Like Doctor Oz was like, you know what? Everyone's laughing at me about the crudite and the carpet bagging and all that kind of stuff. What if I just leaned into being the villain of this Senate campaign? So uh, his opponent, John Fetterman the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, uh, he had a stroke uh, basically at some point right before the Democratic primary concluded. And uh, Fetterman has recently got back on the campaign trail, having recovered from said stroke. And Dr. Oz decided to be like, you know what? Fuck this guy. So Oz uh, came out and was like, hey, maybe this guy had ever eaten a vegetable in his life. He wouldn't have had a stroke. He's like, I I prefer my political candidates unstroked. Yeah. Remember, remember like that like that thing Trump said about McCain or whoever it was that was a POW? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so uh so Oz like went at Fetterman for having a stroke and said it was your poor diet that caused you to have a stroke, you giant fat tub of guts, which is super weird because uh Fetterman is a mountain of a man. He's six foot nine. Yeah, he's and- a big dude. 
And uh, Fetterman, uh, at one point, weighed over 400 pounds. He was a very large, tall, and heavy man. And then one day, Fetterman decided to, like, you know, like, fix that shit. And he has dropped over 100-odd pounds, and he now weighs in at around 270, which is probably a little heavy for 6'9", but not bad. So it's like, literally, Fetterman has gotten himself in shape, still had a stroke anyways, yeah, so and what Mike is saying is that living healthy will lead to a stroke. Right, yeah. exactly. Just don't even try. And, 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 and we're all as out much, of ideas. <laughs> as much as Sarge hates swatting, Mike Raids hates being healthy in equal <laughs> amount. Yeah, okay. More so, more so. Oh my god. <laughs> I am I am gonna I after after this pod, I'm gonna like uh, upload myself like eating three baconators. And just like washing it down with a giant milkshake, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna show you. Uh, it's gonna, gonna be that, what... that mukbang life. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. For for every pound Fetterman lost, I'm gonna gain three. I will avenge it threefold. I'm <laughs> so. Uh, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna go viral on TikTok. We're calling it the Hydra Challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Look out, Nick Akato. Yeah. yeah. So that happened. And then uh, after uh, literally everyone was like, yo, Dr. Oz, uh, claiming that stroke victims fucking deserved it might not be the greatest politics. Maybe, maybe you don't have that, like, I don't know, like weird bully charisma that Trump has that lets him pull off this kind of stuff. And you just seem like a weird dick saying this. Uh, then Oz decided, you know what? Fuck all this shit. And his uh, campaign manager on Twitter tweeted out, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Just to reiterate that, yep, this is our argument. That I don't our- condone violence, but I hope Dr. Oz gets pelted with apples. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, whatever intern posted that, I mean, that's a pretty cold comeback. That's, mm, yeah. I mean, I don't condone it, but if you're going to do a thing like that, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're the, the thing about the thing about Oz that makes Oz like funny and fun to dunk on is that he is getting crushed in the polls. Like he is running a, the worst campaign ever. And it's the, the thing that makes it so ridiculous is it's like a series of unforced errors. The guy has like yeah. high name recognition. People get him. He's running against a dude who's a politician, but I don't I don't think that like people outside of like actually knowing uh, Pennsylvania politics would have known Fetterman that well. So it's like he very easily could have just ran this like, hey, I'm just a generic Republican, small government, sensible shit. You know, how how badly do you think that conservatives wish that they had a six foot seven, 270 pound candidate to field? Oh, my God. They would kill for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just like somebody who, like, I mean, the we'll be talking about their their former washed out athlete repertoire here in a second, but, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, because the the Chadley alpha male bullshit runs deep in in their base, so you would think that they would really love to just have some some giant hulking man just up there, just being like, yeah, I think white people are great, and they should be able to have as many guns as they want. Vote for me. I'm John Whiteman, and I'm enormous. And everybody would be like, oh, my God, he's so huge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh, one one last little uh, zinger that I saw in the, in the whole Oz uh, kerfluffle was people have been digging through Oz's uh, tweets because 
Oz is running for uh, Senate on the same uh, account that he'd been peddling his snake oil and his huckster health uh, cures for years and years. So, And of course, because again, he's running the best campaign ever. No one was like, you know what? We should probably, you know, delete everything you've ever said on Twitter uh, for the past five years so that people can't bring up like uh, coffee enemas or whatever weird shit you were talking about that day on your show. Drink, and, drinking uh, your own piss like that weird yogi guy who's all over TikTok. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that guy. Like, that, 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 that video where he's talking about how good it is and he's got a little uh, a little sperm in his yard while he's drinking it. Wow, that's per- peak internet. Everybody else can go home. Yeah, er- everyone else is weak compared to that guy. That guy is powerful and strong. But uh, one of the things that Oz like posted was a thing where it's like, for every 50 pounds you lose, you gain an inch in your dick. And uh, yeah, it, yeah. So uh, that was Oz posted that at some point. And wait, what, uh, what was that ratio? Uh, fifty pounds lost equals one extra inch to your, in dick size. It was what wow. was what was posted. Yep. You guys better hope I never get in shape. <laughs> I'm like a, I'm like a sixteen inch dick. It'll be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it will be able to please no one. <laughs> just, too, too big to be useful. <laughs> yeah, you should just have a look at it. You're like, wow, what the fuck is the point of this? But uh, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not even that fat. I just already have a 12 inch dick. That'd be great. <laughs> but uh, in response to the in, in response to someone digging up that post and the aforementioned over 100 pounds of weight loss from uh, John Fetterman, Fetterman's wife replied with a shocked face emoji. So. <laughs> That was, uh, <laughs> yeah, wow. Yep, the best like, possible way to react to fucking Dr. Oz's bizarre dick growth weight loss tweet. So, <laughs> dick growth weight loss, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that'd be great. Like, I could just picture you know, like all those sketchy porn websites back in the day when like you'd be cruising them and then all those weird ads on the side <laughs> for like dubious pills to so just be like, yeah, d- d- like gr- get two extra inches of dick in 14 days with this pill that totally works. Uh, I would just picture one of those where you're just like, you're going to the website to jerk off. You've got your dick in their hand. It's just like the secret to getting two extra inches. You're like, please better ad tell me. And they're just like, stop being fucking out of shape. You loser. You're like, oh man. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you're like i didn't want to get on the treadmill but i gotta do it for a big pp so ah, uh, damn it oh man she's like yeah i'm not really gonna do that can you offer me like a pill or an ointment or something <laughs> I, I just wanted some truck stop viagra i didn't want to get in shape i didn't want to actually have a better life i didn't want to actually like do anything yeah Come i on. want the, the 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 weirdly aggressive weight loss to to penis enhancement ads right above those weird ads where it's just like we dare you to play this game and not come and you're like what it's a dare is it that hard i should check, <laughs> I should check this out i guess who's clicking on those ads I just, I love the idea. I love the, I love the idea of that is where you're just like, oh yeah, this game won't make me come. I'll show you. And then you're like 70 hours into the game and like those dumb game designers. I haven't come once. <laughs> Who's winning now? It's like oh, Skyrim. To- <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just like 70 hours and what's for you is going to be like a 300 hour experience before you finally get to the end and you're just sort of like underwhelmed because you've done it for so long. Uh, uh. I guess I'll go fight the Elder Dragon or whatever. 
Yeah. <laughs> I wonder Get what the ratio coming. like. So, like, clearly, some people are clicking on those ads because they keep making them because it's profitable. But God, I can't imagine a world where anyone I know would ever click on one of those. And certainly, never cop to it. So maybe more people are doing it than I would imagine. But I don't click an ad on any website ever. And certainly not a creepy one with some anime girl getting blasted by some tremendous tree trunk. You know what I mean? Like, yes. It's not going to happen. Anyway, this this conversation is taking a dark turn. Let's talk about Herschel Walker. What a clown. Well, yes. What has this, this clown said this week, Mike? What sort of hilarious jokes at James has Mr. Herschel Walker uh, levied upon us? Uh, so uh, Herschel Walker uh, declared uh, when he was talking about like uh, Biden's uh, green energy proposals and trying to fix the uh, climate and trying to improve our economy while doing so, uh, the erstwhile uh, man who hopes to be a senator said, they continue to try to fool you like they're helping you out, but they are not. They're not helping you out because a lot of money, it's going to trees, said Herschel Walker. And then he re- and then he continued by saying, don't we have enough trees around here? So he's, he's very upset about the number of trees that we have, and we don't need more trees. More trees is unacceptable. And it's like, first of yeah. all, no, we don't have enough trees. We yeah, need more it's trees. a big problem. Yeah, pe- people, people, it turns out, have destroyed lots of trees. And second of all, like, isn't, isn't he running in, like, Georgia or whatever? Like, where is he running? I, I can't imagine that where he's running, like, he's not, he's not in the middle of Wyoming or something. He's just like, look, look at all we, all we have around here is fucking trees. Who cares? <laughs> the butt trees here. Yeah, as, as, you, as you trek through the desolate wasteland of Atlanta, which is just nothing but dark forests that blot out the sun with their 70-foot-tall sequoia redwoods everywhere, yes. Yeah, uh, again, the thing that's like so bizarre about this is that literally every report about this campaign is about Walker having illegitimate children, um, the fact that he... Obviously, he suffers from horrifying uh, mental health issues, uh, that he put a gun to one of his ex-wives uh, or girlfriend's heads, uh, that literally every time he talks, he says incoherent shit like this. Uh, everything about him and his campaign is horrifying, but he's close. Like, Warnock is like got a one to three point lead, depending on what poll you look at. Like, like Oz is just getting destroyed. Oz is not even Oz can't even see Fetterman. So Fetterman's so far ahead of him on the track running to the finish line. But like Walker's like there. Like some weird scandal involving the Democrats or something happening. And we could actually have Senator Walker, a guy who again has a tough time putting one foot in front of the other, who literally cannot articulate a coherent thought. And the citizens of Georgia are like, yeah, but he was a bulldog and he scored a lot of touchdowns. So Love him. Why not? I mean, it's just, it's like, like Oz is hilarious. Oz is just funny. Walker is terrifying. So to, I mean, honestly, maybe it's not terrifying. Maybe it's what we fucking deserve. (laughs) Maybe, maybe if that many people can get together and put Herschel Walker into elected office, then we we don't deserve good candidates in elected office. Well, I mean, that is that is the dark that is the dark truth of democracy. Uh, so, and to that, I say, dear citizens of, of Georgia, if you are listening to, the, to me screaming y'all right now, uh, tell your friends to vote, uh, chip in money on Warnock, do anything you fucking can, because 
beyond the fact that we just need to hold the Senate and expand our majority for all kinds of various and sundry reasons, uh, Senator Walker is like literally, he will be an embarrassment for your state for the six years he holds that seat. He is a, he's not fit to hold office. He has mental health issues. He like probably had all kinds of like, like personality disorders that were untreated long before he started getting into football and MMA. And then he got hit in the head repeatedly, which cannot make that better. It can only make it worse. So yes, um, please, please do not elect Mr. We have enough trees. Don't elect that guy. Yeah. Wrong or, candidate. Or don't, or, or don't do anything. Just sit around and, and let Georgia turn into a flaming crater. Who cares? <laughs> You you can't spell nihilism without L. Like honestly, you're you're close enough to Florida that it's hard for me to care one way or the other. Like it like if you were if it seemed like you were willing to save yourselves, uh maybe. But it's too close. It's too close and it's making me lose hope. <laughs> Oh, uh, I remember. So also, uh, Walker had agreed to debate Warnock, and now he's trying to back out of the debate because, of course, he is. Because, again, the whole... <laughs> because, he because he can't put two sentences together. <laughs> You're going to debate an actual politician. That'd be so good. <laughs> uh, and oh. the... The the explanation for why he didn't want to uh, he doesn't want to do the debate now is because quote nobody would watch it because because uh, Sunday football the Sunday night football will be on, and the debate the debate is scheduled for a Thursday, so um, yeah wow. uh, yeah so, somebody should just be like oh wow uh, sorry Mister Walker we assumed that you were more popular than that and just uh, just be like <laughs> I'm popular I'm so popular I'm incredibly popular I'll, I'll debate him right now. <laughs> Bring it on! Oh wait, he showed up. No, Walker someone in his campaign is like we. Yeah, the, 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 the camera like, let him get like, on the same stage. Camera turns forty five degrees, and like the fucking Titan rod is there with like the ramp, and <laughs> like the pyro goes off. Herschel Walker, like camera cuts to him. He's all sweaty in the ring. Like where, where does Walker ring come from? Herschel Walker runs out of the ring, try, escapes the arena, is running, runs into a tree, bounces off of it. I told you we had too many trees. God damn it, tree! And just like, oh God, just <laughs> everything about it. Just uh, yeah, please, uh, please, Georgia. You, 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 you gave us two Democratic senators, which is why L has a laptop that we was able to run the podcast off of. We got Sleepy Joe thanks to that thing. Uh, so yeah. Uh, please stay on the right path here, Georgia. You could do it. I believe in you, even if hell doesn't. So we're gonna good cop, bad cop you. It's great. Yeah. So Sorry. depending on who you're listening to, you're either furious that I've talked shit about you, and you're gonna be like, I'll show him, or Mike's hopeful optimism has charged your batteries, and, and you'll show him. Yeah. Like, whoever and- gets shown, just just vote blue, and somehow manage to avoid letting Herschel Walker be elected an elected official in your state. Yeah. Which, for and- the record, is my home state. Like the technically the state where I was born, even if I didn't live there that long. Like so, hey Georgia, uh, you're making me look bad. Yeah, you're you're making me look bad, and you have a city called Cumming, and yeah, it's spelled the way you think. So <laughs> let's wrap it up here, Georgia. Let's yeah. go ahead and start because once once the earthquake sinks Florida into the ocean, you are geographically the next Florida. So you need to start laying the tracks down to get yourself out of that one. Yeah. So yeah, remember I'm good cop, L's bad cop, and Sarge is neutral cop. So that's yeah. how we that's how we roll here. So um, everybody loves neutral cop. Neutral cop yeah, gets neutral all the pussy. Cop. 
Yeah, get him, neutral cop. <laughs> anyway, okay, so we we talked about some idiots, including Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, always, always so fun. Uh, but I guess it's time for us to talk about the 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 kingiest idiot of them all in our news segment. Yes, indeed. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Donald Trump, he's a big stupid idiot. We gotta talk about him every week. I mean, at least stuff is going on with him. It's it's much better than the Alex Jones weekly update. Of Alex Jones, still, still a loser getting dunked on. Like, Trump is, like, stealing government secrets and maybe selling nuclear stuff to the Middle East and burying his dead wife on his golf course. Fucking insane shit. Like, like Donald Trump, actual crazy person. So, Mike, yeah. what is happening in Trump land this week? <laughs> what I, what I, if you follow our bonus content, uh, uh, patreon.com slash poker politics, uh, what L is basically saying here is that uh, Trump is closer to the Janet O side of QAnon madness, where he's entertaining and totally I- insane and not the slickly produced grifter shit side like 2000 Mules, like where, 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 which is what Alex Jones is. Because Alex Jones is just like, 9-11 was an inside job. Buy my dick pills. So, I mean... Oh, Trump's also, just... since, you, since you brought it up and we're in the news segment, which means that it's the least likely time for people to just immediately pull the plug on the podcast and run away before I can tell them a thing. If you listen to this hot Foley work I'm going to do by my microphone, I don't know if you can hear me leafing through these pages, but that is me leafing through the physical pages of a copy of The Plot Against the King, which the boys are going to do some sort of bonus content with in the not-too-distant future. So if you've been waiting for the next uh, little bit of QAnon media content dunkers. Uh, it's going to be The Plot Against the King, written by Kath Patel with or by Laura Vincent. Two people that I'm sure are just great. So <laughs> uh, we'll go ahead and look forward to that in the near future. But back to, back, back to the actual king who is being plotted against, Donald Trump. Yeah. So uh, the first thing that we learned was uh, John Solomon, who is a right wing grifter and the one of the biggest pieces of shit out there. And not the world's greatest pulp action star, despite his name being John Solomon. I can, <laughs> yes. picture, I can picture that guy on the picture of a dime novel punching a mummy like right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, so our boy John Solomon, um, he, he he was he's such a piece of shit. Q even loved him. Q referenced him by name and drops or by initials, and people wow. figured it out. You got to be a real piece of shit. Yeah. So this guy went on uh, Fox News and all these places and was like, "Yeah, I got this letter that like proves that Biden was up to his neck in launching the warrant to investigate Trump. So this is all political and partisan and totally unacceptable." And um, what actually came out from this uh, this inf- this information was the fact that, holy shit, the stuff that they wanted back from Trump was like the ultimate highest level, uh, like levels of, of secret documents. The stuff that's like beyond almost like uh, classified information, like top secret's bad. But then they have what's like called like compartmentalized secret information. And then they have something even beyond that, which is like an even higher level of classification with that Trump was in, that would Trump was involved in. And they were just like, that was why they had to file the warrant. And what the letter that Solomon leaked showed literally uh, the DOJ was like, yo, Biden, 
what do you think about this shit and executive privilege? And Biden was like, I ain't touching it with a 20 foot pole. That's up to the National Archives people. And the National Archives people were like, we need to get this shit back immediately. Like, this isn't even a, this is no joke. You, you fucking go there and you get this shit right fucking now. <laughs> Joe Biden was like, uh, I don't really know how important it is because I haven't been able to see the documents because Trump took them. So well, they, and, uh, uh, there's a little case called US v. Nixon where they determined beyond a shadow of a doubt that uh, executive privilege does not extend to a crime. If you're committing a crime, <laughs> Nixon was so fucking corrupt that they just had to be, all right, new rule, like executive privilege. We didn't think we had to say this, but apparently we did. New rule, executive privilege does not extend to committing crimes. And then, you know, <laughs> fast forward like 30 or 40 years and all of a sudden people are claiming the president of the United States could kill someone in cold blood on the, in the middle of the street and just get away with it because they're yeah. the president. And it's like, ah, yeah. yes, what a what an incredible country that would be. I feel like I feel like when you are just openly committing murders in the street without any repercussions, you've upgraded yourself from president to dictator, which, God, Donald Trump obviously wishes he could do. Oh, he wants to be a dictator so bad. Yeah, that is that. That's I mean, that's the thing is like Trump was Trump was just like, why? Why am I not allowed to be dictator? This is bullshit. I mean, he really thought that the attorney general was like his personal fixer, his conciliary who just like takes care of shit for him. And when Jeff Sessions was like, I ain't getting in the fucking way of this Russia investigation. Mueller can do whatever he wants. Trump was like, what the fuck are you doing? This is bullshit. And that's you're, why you're he my guy. <laughs> I mean, he probably felt pretty similarly to the guy he put, posted up as head of the FBI once the FBI stormed his fucking house and took back a bunch of documents. It's just like, but you were, but you were my boy. Etch two, Ray. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, exactly. I love all the reports of like Trump is just like frantically trying to figure out who the leak was because the the warrant and everything was so specific of like what bag they needed to find and where. And then there was the, the letter to the French president and the French government said that they think he kept that specifically to give to Putin as like, I, I don't remember the Russian word, but like compromat uh, compromat. Yeah. Uh, as compromat. And it's just like, what like how how is anyone still on Trump's side at this point? He had nuclear secrets. He had Q level secrets. Yeah, oh, uh, they, oh, yeah. QAnon's been on that shit about how this isn't to get Trump. This is to find Q's identity and take Q down. Which yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, we uh, like somebody dived out uh, Q immediately when he decided to try to hide in Australia. He he went to the he went to the local store and tried to buy whatever crisps they have in Australia, and the person by the counter was just like, "Holy shit, this is Rod Watkins! I'm going to tell the internet that he is in Australia." <laughs> Oh, yeah. And uh, the best part about that was like uh, Jim Watkins was like trying to defend it on one of our live stream. And he was just like, yeah, Ron's gotten a lot of death threats in America. So it's good for him to be laying low in Australia. No one cares about Ron Watkins. Jesus. God. Yeah. In in order for anybody to actually care enough about him to levy uh, such a serious illegal threat against him, uh, he would have to, you know, at some point 
just be like, you know, you, you know what? I maybe I actually am cute. You know what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm cute. <laughs> because oh other than that, God. he's got no juice. He got his ass paddled in his little bid for uh, like political office. Uh, maybe he was just doing. Maybe he was just running the old blue checkmark grift. Maybe he didn't actually care, and he just wanted to get verified on Twitter or whatever. The, the way the way we've all dreamed. Oh God, yeah. Hey, Twitter, well, if you're listening to this for some reason, I'm sure I'm not the first person to tell first person to tell you this, but that policy's fucking nonsensical, dude. Like, really? Just anybody who anybody who anybody who's doing the political thing, regardless of their poll or anything, they just get the blue check mark. All right, I mean, I guess. I it is Ron. I thought Ron got kicked off Twitter with the the Q purges. Maybe he yeah. did, but that's a joke, Sarge. It was jokes. <laughs> How dare you pull the no and on me? The, uh, the, 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 the I was confused. No, I, I, no I, and. I thought Ron got a Twitter account back because he ran a political campaign, and I was it's just a, like. It's okay. I, I I I secretly love the opportunity for the no and. It's one of the greatest runners in the store. <laughs> yeah. In the store. In the show. It's one it's it's one of the greatest runners in that store that Rod was at in Australia, but also our podcast. Uh, anyway, so yeah. that that can't be all we need to talk about Trump. This we, we there has to be more Trumpy news. Mike. Yeah. What do we get got? Get back to the Trump news. Mike. We need to know okay. about Trump. Okay, so the other thing that happened with Trump, besides the fact that he was like dealing with the most uh the, the top secretist of top secretist shit was the fact that uh, out of nowhere he decided to launch a uh a lawsuit which uh it isn't even a lawsuit he basically filed a motion which at the start uh, at the start of this whole thing it listed him as the lawyer it listed the claim being made per C which yeah, is I the ultimate sign that you're a nut but uh, in the end, uh, some lawyers actually signed off on this uh, bucket of shit, and he was demanding a special master be involved to like go through all the documents so the feds can't look through it all and figure out what's what, what's going on. And he wants he wants his stuff given back to him because it's his, those are his documents and not the government's documents, and. And he wants everyone to acknowledge that the government's wrong for what they're doing, and he's right, and he's a good, he's a good, handsome, sweet little boy. And basically, every lawyer, any every legal expert on social media who looked at this thing was like, "What the fuck is this? This is not even a legal filing. This is this is just like some fucking idiot was screaming at his lawyers, and they just took down his ranting, dictated it, and showed it to a judge." What I was reading and hearing is like it's everything looks so bad that no lawyers want to be attached to a a treason and espionage like trial. Like no one will take him on because it's just like, well, I, I'd rather, you know, not go to prison with this man. I or mean, any, like any any lawyers working with him, it seems like unlikely it seems very likely that the best corrupt lawyers in the world could probably avoid getting involved in any sticky stuff to see jail time. But presumably if you're going to take on a case like that, you'd like to be able to win it. So I'm assuming if he's having trouble finding some, some legal counsel, the the people that are, that are looking at the case are just like, yeah, this one, this one probably pretty tough to actually litigate, like probably pretty bad. 
Seems difficult. Seems difficult and maybe not worth the squeeze. So what happened was uh, two of the lawyers, I believe he had three, two of them apparently were told, uh, you don't have a law license in Florida, so you actually can't do this. And uh, yeah, and then then, (laughs) they were like, Rudy Giuliani, get the fuck out of here. And he was like, you got me. (laughs) And uh, the lawyer and now the the judge in question is a Trump appointed judge. And a lot of people are are of the mindset of, oh, these Trump appointed judges, they'll just do whatever they want. The American law has died. It's all over. And um, that really isn't the case in the sense that like these Trump judges are just like, thanks for the job, idiot. And they're probably going to do dumb shit because uh, they probably have real bad politics. But on the whole, they've already got the gig. They don't need Trump. They really yeah, don't give like, a shit about is it. Is it being a judge a lifetime appointment? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's like getting the job. It's like getting the job teaching at the university and getting uh, tenure all at once. It's just like, hey, thanks for making me untouchable, idiot. Okay, I, like, all right, who, who's Donald Trump? I don't know that guy. Ne- never heard of that guy. <laughs> what I do never know is that I get to be a judge life. until I decide to retire uh, or die. Those are the two options. I get to just be judge forever thanks to some anonymous benefactor. All right, who loves abortion? I know I do. Let's get it in there. <laughs> That'd be great. Can we, can we get a bunch of can we get a bunch of judges to play conservative if Trump gets reelected to just have just be like I've never seen a guy with such hardline conservative politics. Of course, I'm going to make him a judge. And then it's just like boom, the double cross. Oh my god, I was secretly super liberal the whole time, and I'm a judge. Yeah, that was actually. That's what actually happened with uh, Judge Souter on the Supreme Court. Uh, the Democrats found out he was a secret yes to keep Roe going, and so they got him confirmed very quickly, and he was appointed by uh, by Pappy Bush. And then after Souter was like, guess what? Totally okay with abortion. Suddenly the Republicans are like, oh, shit. We are going to vet the fuck out of everyone we put on SCOTUS from this point forward to make sure they hate women with a furious passion. So yeah, that was Mike, uh, the story you just told was cool, but too cool for a thing that I believe Democrats are capable of. That actually seems <laughs> like look, that seems like too savvy. You know what I mean? I'm not <laughs> sure if it, like like the Democrat the, the, the that party like you know you can say a lot of stuff about it, but savvy is probably not or crafty. I wouldn't go <laughs> either way with with the Democrats. Hey, you can look it up. It's a thing that happened. I mean, it's it's lost to antiquity, but I, I've heard the legends. So um, I mean, we all know that anything that happened before the COVID pandemic no longer counts because it yeah, just fucked up everyone's time. That's the rules. Yes. The pandemic lasted calendar year, like we're going into like year three or whatever, or it was like two and a half years. But in terms of what we experienced, it was between five and 20 years, depending on who you ask. Yes, the, the COVID time dilation. Truly the most magical time to be alive in. It's like a big fucking chasm separating everyone's lives into two chunks. It's so weird. Uh, yeah, I was just talking about it with someone the other day uh, for COVID time dilation, just being like, I, I don't even, like, when did that happen? Oh, it was three years ago? Yeah, because it's just like, you'll just be like, oh, that just happened like a couple of years ago, right? And it's just like, well, also add the three years for the COVID. And you're just like, oh, so it happened five years ago. That doesn't yeah. feel good. Like when it's like a TV show or something, and you're just like, oh, that's getting another season. It's been a couple of years. It's like, dude, it's been five years. It took a long time. You're like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> my time. My precious time. So uh, 
so this judge, uh, base, so the people are worried about the Trump judge. They're very mad because the judge literally responded to Trump by saying, what the fuck is this? Please fix it. And people were like, oh, this shady judge. She's just trying to help Trump out by telling him that what he needs to do. And again, all the legal experts I've seen are just like, no, this is what a judge says when the judge just looks at you and just like, what the fuck are you doing? No. You, you fix this shit before I can even look at it because what you've given me is not a legal motion. This is nothing. This is a child writing in crayon and handing it to me. So uh, fucking fix your shit. And then I will throw this thing out of court because it's a joke. It, nothing about this is in any way legitimate. So, uh, yeah, Trump's uh, having a great one. Um, he, uh, yeah, he's just, uh, he's the clowniest clown that ever clowned a clown. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, boy howdy! Like, what, uh, what, what an insane timeline we've generated for ourselves. I mean, where who would defend him? Someone that like sort of weird pillow salesman or something? Like, yeah, oh, absolutely, a pillow salesman. Guys, here's a th- here's the most fresh and original thought I've ever had. But uh, like a, a little while ago, it's hard to remember because of COVID. So let's just say a couple of years. Uh, this independent movie came out called Idiocracy, and. Like, if you watch it now, man, your mind's totally blown. The the eugenics movie? Uh, I don't recall that. I know that Terry Crews has muscles in it. It's really funny because he's, he's, he's bad president. Because he's bad president and Americans are real dumb. And that movie, hilarious. There are people <laughs> out there like actually say that shit. It's like, it, it's like there hasn't been a new legitimate matrix in a while to freak people's beans. So they suddenly like pulled idiocracy out of mothballs. They were just like, Oh boy, politics got real dumb. And it's just like, I mean, I guess, but like, who cares? <laughs> like just fight, just fight against it. Idiot. Stop watching idiocracy and laughing. Go vote. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So as Sarge was saying, our boy, Mike Lindell, who was very sad about the fact that, uh, Hey, the, those true the vote people did a thing and they got all the attention. And now I want my attention back. I'm the vote fraud guy. God darn it. So uh, Mike Lindell had a new cyber symposium, which. Um, Mike Lindell's new cyber. <laughs> yes. Mike Lindell's cyber symposium 2.0. This time the packet captures are capturing you. And uh, he. What is it? Yakov Smirnov's cyber symposium? Yes. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, God. In communist yeah, Russia. <laughs> yes. I was so glad when Mike made that 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 little that little nod. I could seize upon it. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, Yakov Smirnov. We're bringing it back. <laughs> that's, that's, the guy that's, in that's, Branson? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's where he posted up after being like one of the most famous pe- comedians in the world for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> Because everybody was just hot to trot about, like, hey, isn't Russia stupid and we hate it? And now, boy, howdy, if you, you, you just look at times now, and boy, they sure have changed in idiocracy, et cetera. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Idiocracy, yeah. et cetera. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Lindell had his Cyber Symposium 2.0, and this time uh, there were not – the packet captures didn't happen nearly as much. It was mostly just uh, – putting up screen grabs of stuff and screaming, look, this is connected to Wi-Fi when things were not connected to Wi-Fi and then ranting and raving. And he had a, there was, I don't, I didn't actually watch this uh, unbelievable paint drying experience, but there was a seven hour block on day two devoted to what was called the trial of the machines where uh, Mike Lindell was, Mike Lindell was going to put the voting machines on trial for their crimes. 
the machines themselves. The machines themselves are going to face justice at the hands of Mike Lindell. And so uh, well, I, bet, Lind- I bet the I bet the jury would have looked real, real, real funny in that room. It's supposed to be a jury of your peers. Get it? It's like other appliances. <laughs> the sketch writes itself. Quick, yes. somebody call kids in the hall or whatever. <laughs> You're just digging them out of their graves. Kids and, in the hall well, just came back. They came up with like a new season. Oh no, yeah, I know. <laughs> What? Also, kids in the hall rule. They're probably above the appliance bit, but you know they're getting that push. I want to see them shot. <laughs> oh God! Um, so yeah, so Mike Lindell had uh, Rosie, the maid from the Jetsons, and uh, all kinds of kitchen, uh, all kinds of smart refrigerators and shit, uh, handling this trial of the machines and the. The big payoff to all of Mike's ranting and raving was uh, his latest movie, which obviously is trying to riff off of the uh, 2000 mules that penetrated the zeitgeist and created all this bullshit. He's trying to get because he, he did absolute nine zero, absolute conviction, absolute this, that, the other thing. And none of that shit barely tickled. So this one is absolute mules. Holy <laughs> rise of the machines. Oh god! If only he would. If only he was that fucking with it. Uh, what he wrote, what he made, was called a selection code. And what selection code is is basically a uh, quote unquote documentary starring uh, Tina Peters, the uh, lady who is indicted for tampering with voting machines, who ran for Secretary of State in Colorado and lost, and then blamed voter fraud because of course she did. And this movie is about how Tina Peters uncovered everything and like found the truth about how our elections are being hacked and stolen. And uh, what's really funny is I actually uh, saw some reviews that were just like, Hey guys, America's burning. What we didn't need right now is a love letter for Tina Peters. Like appreciate you guys doing the work you do. Love you, Mike Lindell. You're a true Patriot, but Yeah. Maybe not this. But nobody Maybe. gives one single Christian fuck about Tina Peters. Like she, yeah. she did her thing, and she got like I, I guess, kind of punished for her crimes. Uh, but that was that. Like she, 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 she won't be in a position to do that shit again in theory. No. Yeah. Oh, so, man. Yeah. God, it's just all grim specters from the past. Right. So I don't think selection code is going to go anywhere because it's just a rehash of everything else Lindell's ever said. The mules shit, it worked for what they were looking for because they were pretending we got the data and we're going to give it to you soon. And of course, they never did. And it was a new idea and they had Dinesh marketing it, promoting it. And they were slick. That's the problem for Lindell is he's not slick. He's Lindell is a sucker. That's the that's the thing. He just believes anyone who tells him shit about Trump winning or that this is a good thing, he just buys it. He doesn't fact check or doesn't do anything. It's how he got caught. Sad. Yeah. It's how Mike, he got on, a, on a scale of one to ten, how badly would you like to be at a cash poker game with Mike Lindell? Uh, the scale is it's a ten. The scale if we're going one to ten, the ten's the highest. One uh, ten all day. Just my, just thinking about it makes me feel like I lost one hundred and fifty pounds. If you catch my drift, yes, <laughs> damn right. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the man is. Oh, he yeah. He's just he's the. Uh, we call those most people call like that kind of a, a sucker to table a fish or a donkey. 
when you got a guy like Mike Lindell at a poker table, you call him the founder of the feast because everyone gets dinner on him. Everyone gets all you get to pay the rent off this idiot. This guy is taking care of everybody. And that's that's what he is. And that's literally what every grifter in the right wing world sees. They're just like, hey, can you get me in touch with Mike Lindell? Because if you can get that guy in a room for five minutes and you can fucking sell him on a pitch, bam, the money spigots just open up. And it's just, <laughs> I was literally about to say money faucet. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I heard about the trial of the machines and he literally put a voting machine on the stand. <laughs> it's It's so sad. It's just... Every time we talk about him, it just makes me sad. It's yeah. like a a mentally unwell person with a lot of money. And I, I wish to God that somebody could have just like snuck a little Bluetooth speaker onto it when no one was looking, and then when Mike Lindell was up there, just given his his big pomp and circumstance fake trial or whatever. It's just like. And I ask you to like, did you vote, like, rig the vote or whatever for Biden? And it could just be like, I plead the fifth. And he's like, oh, what? This was supposed to happen. No! The machine is invoking its constitutional rights. <laughs> so, suddenly it's a cyberpunk symposium. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or Zepbound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, AI rights or human rights. Boom. Let's, let's go there. Let's get into the meta of like what sentience means. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. It was just like, nobody's, nobody ever suspected right wing fish, uh, Mike Liddell to be the one to kick off the AI consciousness discussion. <laughs> the singularity. But, but yeah, but this is the, the, this is the story of how we got enslaved by the machines. Yeah, Mike Lindell accidentally triggers the Matrix. That's the, that's your idiocracy riff right there. There you go, folks. We made it for you. Yeah. So, so um, some some people say that it was us that scorched the sky or whatever. You know I what say I mean? it was Mike Lindell. Yeah, I think Mike Lindell did it. He was like introducing my scorch, guaranteed to destroy sunlight that the machines <laughs> used to destroy us. My, my scourge. That's perfect. <laughs> well, well, welcome to the Matrix. Yes. <laughs> a perfect digital utopia where there are no people of color. <laughs> and only two genders. How great. Oh, oh yeah. my God. You've done it. We, we, let's, let's put conservatives there. Let them live their lives in blissful Matrix. Oh, oh my so God. I, like, wow. If that ends up being like the handshake deal where it's just like, hey, we'll we'll take reality. We've got this one. 
if you would like, though, we've built you a fake reality where you can be as bigoted as you'd like because it's not hurting anyone. So welcome to my welcome to the Matrix hosted by Michael and Dell. That's kind uh, of what happens in that uh, Apple show about an MMO. They they just trick all the Nazis in, into going on their own. They lock them in their own private server. Oh, I mean, well, that, that's sort of that's what uh, that's what some games actually do with cheaters. <laughs> like when they catch you cheating, they just they're just like, oh, okay, we put you in cheat server with all the other cheaters, and you guys can just all cheat at each other to your heart's content. <laughs> uh, the one last uh, bit of news I wanted to actually talk about for the symposium was just the fact that they always like to talk about voting machines because that just makes everything sound scary, but. The vast majority of Americans vote on paper ballots. I know that here in Massachusetts, I've always voted on a paper ballot. In Nevada, I did vote on a touchscreen that like recorded my vote, but it printed a paper receipt that I could read. So there are two uh, kinds of voting machines, a, a ballot-making device, which is what I voted on in Nevada, and then there's a tabulator, which is just literally the thing you run the paper ballots through to count them quickly. So when these people are screaming about voting machines, like nine times out of 10, they're actually whining about tabulators, but tabulators don't fuck shit up as poor cyber ninjas found out when they grabbed all those ballots and counted them by hand to prove the collection was corrupt. Or and dead like, cyber oh. ninjas. And then they're like, oh shit, Biden actually got a couple hundred more votes. Fuck. So like, that's the thing is that the the old days where we actually like i mean back when w got elected there were states that had voting that had ballot voting machines that didn't have paper trails that were super fucking suspect the amount of those that exist in america now are negligible so it's not a real thing but people are mad now about companies that create tabulators those same people want election results tonight i want them right now and it's like you're not going to get election results for like a fucking week if you're going to make everyone hand count shit. Because I promise you, a hand count is brutally fucking slow. So it's like, what do you want? Do you want fast or do you want no machines? Because you can't have both. That's just the way uh, you can if you genetically engineer some mintats. Oh right, yes, yes. You, you forgot about you forgot about that, Mike. You forgot, you forgot about, about, about the mintats. I did. I did. It's easy, it's easy to do. Right. Yes, <laughs> damn right. <laughs> you forgot about the mint. I can't forget about the mint. How? And How? The worms. And ah. motherfuckers act like they forgot about the mint taps. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah. Uh, uh, okay, I feel like that's probably as much fun and frivolity as we could squeeze out of the, the stupid my symposium too. Uh, thank you, Mike Liddell, for continuing to provide us with minor amounts of amusement and Republican lunatics with an endless amount of money. Uh, what a what a what a terrible thing. Speaking of which, it wasn't it wasn't actually part of our news list, but did you guys hear about that one point six billion dollar donation? Yeah, to conservative interest from dark money. Wild. I mean, granted, I know that 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 like money of that scale is moving around like you know behind the scenes all the time but 1.6 billion in one lump sum that's uh that's a tremendous amount of weight that's a spicy meatball yeah yeah that's not great one could say that it's probably pretty fucking bad uh but let's let's get onto what actually is our final headline for the week and that is uh loomer victorious <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah no, laura loomer laura, yeah. laura loomer has declared victory in her race for the house of representatives Spoiler alert, she lost. So, yeah, I mean, she, she can claim whatever she likes. I mean, the, the facts are that she lost. 
but in the Matrix, she won, and that's yes. what really counts. <laughs> right. So, uh, Laura, so basically what happened uh, two years ago was Laura Loomer uh, decided that she was going to run basically one of these, like, publicity campaigns where she went to a – I don't know if she lived in a solidly blue district or not, but she ran – in a district where the Republicans knew they really had no shot of beating the, the incumbent Democrat. She won the Republican primary and then she got uh, thumped in the general election because it's a blue district. And then Laura thought to herself, you know, running and losing as a vanity project is fun, I guess. But wouldn't it be better if I ran and won and became Congresswoman Loomer and I got to hang out with Bobert and Marjorie Taylor Greene? So Loomer actually went to a conservative red district and ran in a really real primary this time against an incumbent who she attacked for being too old because Loomer is 29. I mean, Loomer, uh, uh, all kinds of uh, don't judge people by their looks and all that kind of stuff. But if you if you looked at photos of her, you'd be like, she's 29. Man, that is uh, hate ages you. That is a rough 29. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, Loomer uh, ran in this very conservative district, attacked her opponent as an old fogey, and um, she lost by seven points, which is a lot. But at the same time, the fact that she got within single digits of a rational, sane Republican in a safe Republican district is kind of worrying. So, um, again, the good news is that she lost. Um this is a person who, at her um, rally while she was waiting for the results to come in, had uh, Nick Fuentes and other uh, just absolute human piles of garbage hanging out with her. And I mean, and and this and imagine, I just imagine the like, like, I just love the idea of her winning a primary and like the first person you see on stage with her is Nick Fuentes, this Holocaust denying racist sack of shit. And there were a bunch of other people that were equally as bad, but like Fuentes just seared into my brain. That's why I remember him most. But it's just like, yeah, hey, hey, modern Republican Party, this is where you're at right now. You you have a person who was very close to winning a race, just going to have their victory speech of a Holocaust denier by their side, just hanging out, having a good time. And it's a safe red district. So if she won this primary, she was probably going to win the general election. It, it was going to happen. So... This was a near miss for uh, Team QAnon and these nuts. She's she's appeared on Infowars. She's done all kinds of dumb uh, attention getting uh, right wing uh, bullshit. She's she um, got herself banned from Uber and Lyft for be, for talking about how she didn't want Muslims driving her around because she hates them and like all yeah. She's basically every kind of terrible person rolled into one and. She managed to get a bunch of Republicans to vote for her. And she made it kind of close. So yeah, bully, bully on you, Republican Party. Doing great. Everything's everything's just going going fine. Turn it up, Millhouse. Yeah. So yeah. The, the obvious negatives of people like this like are, you know, obvious. They they are apparent. But uh Mike, cash your cash your vision into the future, if you will. And tell us, in your opinion, uh, do you think that uh, the Republican Party weirdly propping up these extreme lunatics is going to be a net positive uh, for their party or a net negative for their party? Do, do you think it's going <laughs> to sink their boat or do you think it's going to at some point Dogecoin to the moon? I I do think this is a long-term losing proposition for them. I really can't imagine... 
like mining QAnon for votes is going to pay off in any long-term way because they're terrifying. They're absolute lunatics. And at some point, like people start to learn about what these people believe in, what they espouse, how undemocratic they are. And like, Living in the bubble that we live in, or at least that I live in, where everything's polarizing, everything's all this bullshit, everything's political, it's not the real world. And at some point, some people are just going to be like, hey, maybe elections are good. Maybe every time one of you people loses, you throw a fit and scream that it's rigged. Maybe being a bunch of whiny piss babies isn't a good political party. Maybe I don't want to be a part of the, if I lose, it's rigged and I'm a, I'm an idiot. And oh yeah, by the way, if you're not white, I hate you. And if you're a woman, you don't have bodily autonomy. Like all of that stuff, eventually it adds up. And eventually I think it catches up to you. So that's I mean, I know, I know that personally, I would be much more afraid of a Republican Party that was like rallying around like a, a, a more classic sort of conservative, like charismatic conservative guy, like sort of the more of what, what somebody in the 50s would envision to just be like a strong American leader man. You know what I mean? If they could right. find one of those, I would be much more afraid of that than Donald Trump, who's just like an actual buffoon. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If they had if they had a Reagan, we'd be in a ton of trouble right now. But they don't. They like again, like Trump lost the popular vote in both elections. He got smashed by Biden. Like it, like it's so funny the way our media operates. Where everyone's like, ah, oh, the liberal media. Oh, they're in bed with the libs. If the if if the Democratic Party was like just absolutely wedded to a guy that got smoked in an election and was begging for him to run again, our media would be like, "Oh my God, the Democratic Party's lost its way. Oh, they're so fucked. I can't believe they're doing this to themselves." But our media is just like, "Oh, that rascally Trump and his lovely MAGA supporters. Oh, ain't they just ain't they just adorable? Ain't they just beautiful, real America? Let me pinch their cheeks." And it's like, "Holy shit, really? Like, like." Why is everyone like, okay, like, why does everyone think this is cool? Why does everyone think that, like, Trump's still being a thing? Hillary won the popular vote. Everyone's like, get the fuck off the stage, Hillary. You lost, you bum. Go, go, knit, go knit a sweater, old lady. You're a loser. You yeah, you only won camp- by like three million votes or whatever. So boo, right. boo. You didn't even campaign in Wisconsin, you dumb lady. Go away. Trump loses by seven million votes, and the media's like, "Hey, Donald Trump's going to speak at a rally. Let's get some cameras on him." Woo, Trump. It's like really, like holy shit, like. Why is Trump catnip to you people? Are you just excited that he's going to commit more crimes? Like, like yeah, why? he's the crimes do of them all. I mean, they just, yeah. he's it's like literally don't... committed espionage now. <laughs> like, like that's the thing that's so funny about this is like I honestly think that's like one of the things that like makes him kind of like resilient is that the media is just like, well, this is a different crime than his last crime, so it doesn't even really count. It's like, yes, they're all crimes. He's committing crimes. I don't care which one they get him on. It's like getting Capone on tax evasion. Just put him in jail for something. Fuck him. <laughs> so one last uh, one last question for the panel before we get into questions from our audience members. Uh, so uh, because it's fun to speculate, especially on stuff where the, the, the needle could move so much, uh, do you guys think that Liz Cheney might have enough of the, the, the anti-Trump juice to take advantage of him if, he, if he's ever weak enough to actually make a successful bid for the presidency? Oh, it's so hard to say. I mean, the, the like... 
I mean, mostly the only reason I bring it up is because, you know, I've had like, she was wildly obvious in her concession speech, but just being like, I may have lost here, but I will run for president. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, <laughs> uh, I really don't see it because I just think that, like, not pandering to the whole the election was stolen from us bullshit is just anathema to Republican primary voters. I just don't. I think that there's an anti-Trump sentiment and I think that, the, but I think those people would rather go with like Cruz or Rubio or like DeSantis, just some, someone else who's just not Trump, who's willing to say, Hey, like Biden may have not gotten in legally, but he's the president now, but I'll make sure, I'm going to make sure the votes get counted right. I'm going to beat his ass. Like actually just coming out and full throatedly saying Trump lost the election. We need to get over it. Republican primary voters are just like uh, like fans in a rest in a wrestling show when like the the bad guy gets in the ring and goes your hometown sucks like you just you get in the ring and you're like Trump lost fair and square the crowd's like boo you're the bad person we hate you I mean it's just it's it's just something that they'll never tolerate it's just unacceptable to them to even think of it. I mean, hopefully for their sakes, they just get their asses paddled here this winter and they have to put all their mighty brains together and just be like, maybe maybe the sinking Trump ship is, in fact, dragging all of us down with it. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I think the, I think the funniest thing, I mean, it, w- it would still be bad, but somebody, someone like brought this up is like, imagine if the Republicans had like a one seat majority in the House and like lost a bunch of seats in the Senate. They would never be able to elect a speaker. There's no one that could control like the the. It'd be like 218 Republicans, like 217 Democrats. There's no single Republican who could control all 218 Republicans to actually vote for them. Pelosi might be minority speaker because she would get 217 votes, and the Republicans could not unify around one candidate. It would be an impossibility because like. Half of them would vote for Jim Jordan. Half of them would vote for McCarthy. In the, the, there's these splinter factions about them voting for Marjorie Taylor Greene and other people. No way. They would all tr- unanimously write in Donald Trump. They'd be like, we've, we've put Donald Trump in. Get him in there. Oh, we love him. That's uh, I mean, that's been a conspiracy theory for a while that Trump is going to be made Speaker of the House by the Republicans when they win the House. We've talked about it on the right. show. Right. And, and that, the problem with that, though, is, is that like in, in the real world, when that if that ever happened, like a Trump would not do the job. He would literally never be in the House. He would just like stay in Mar-a-Lago and just do his thing, be the absentee speaker. And the other thing is, is like for the first couple months, Trump would be like, yeah, impeach Biden and Harris, make me president. It'll be great. And then after like three or four months, he'd get bored and he would just like literally start going on tour and being like, you know, if they were to die wink i'd be president and then everyone would be like oh shit he's really doing it he's just actively calling for their murders and he's like hey i'm not saying i'm just saying wouldn't you like me to be president and you know how that happens and it'd just be like oh man woo now the meatball way too spicy so yeah (laughs) no deal pro trump all the way these people no matter what he does (laughs) okay let's get to our mailbag that sounds like a plan our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. Uh, so Melody opens up by saying, what quote unquote proof is the pit trying to spin now that the mules have lost their traction? And what BS of Jovens is the most popular and the best info to debunk it? Uh, well, 
Uh, the pit didn't have any proof. Like literally, um, Greg and Catherine are heroes. Uh, they said we they tried to upload their data to the internet about the mules, and it got deleted by the Tricoms, and now it's yep. gone forever, and we're never getting it. So, uh, guess what? All that data they had that was going one hundred percent proved that the mules were real, lost, gone, and then they blamed uh, all the proof will be uh, delivered by way of Magic Hat and uh, Peepstone. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you give uh, Greg and Catherine a lot of money, they will let you commune with Moroni and you'll see the gold plates and you'll understand how the mules did it. And Otherwise, like, oh, great Moroni. Who who won the election in 2020? He's going to be like, Joe Biden, by a lot. And you're going to be like, no, the Tricobs even got to you, Angel Moroni. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they 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 threw away all their uh they threw away all their proof and they just blamed this random company Connect which we talked about a while ago on on like the last couple of pods. And the the uh, I being a citizen journalist Mike Rains, I actually called Connect on the phone and they just answered. And I was like, "Hey, you guys are getting a lot of shit on the internet." And they were like, "Yeah, we were seeing it. It sucks, but we're just going to put our heads down and try to ignore it cuz anything we say will just fan the flames." Yeah. And the one thing they did, the one thing they did tell me was that uh, uh, True the Vote has been after them since 2020, like telling them that like Freedom of Information Acts have been filed against like what what work they were doing with various city and state governments and the federal government and stuff like that. So True the Vote has had their Connect uh, conspiracy as an ace in the hole for the last two years. They've been waiting to spring, so this isn't fucking got them. Yeah, they, they've been. They've and been the, the like, it was the perfect opportunity. Yeah, exactly. The pit was where they did their bait and switch. We're like, hey, fuck those mules. Look at this company over here. Boom. Yeah, so that's all that. And uh, as for Joven Pulitzer, uh, that guy is not even seen as credible by other uh, fucking uh, vote fraudster conmen and grifters. Like, if you just, like, look him up, you'll see other people being like, yeah, I don't even trust him. Like, his methods are bullshit, even to me. And I'm a con artist. Like <laughs> it, it, Even me, a con artist, doesn't yes. trust this guy. Right. So, yeah, I would not... Uh, don't Trying to directly engage upon the stuff that he does is a waste of time, because uh, no one believes him. He's... Except for people that want to. I mean, it's literally... He's a snake... He's a faith healer. Like, if you want to believe that you're cured, you're cured. And then when you're not cured a week later... You figure it out. But yeah. So just uh, to uh, Joven Pul- Pulitzer, I would just say, fuck that guy. He's uh, a sack of shit. Uh, Pancake Peasant asks a more broad question, uh, and that is, what is the household chore you hate the most? Oh, um, probably. I, I really don't like doing the dishes. I, I'm, I'm just a very basic person. I really don't like doing the dishes. Do do you uh, find yourself eating out of like the containers? The stuff comes in a lot to avoid having to do more dishes. Uh, I do as well. That has happened, yes. (laughs) But like like Chinese food, it's just like you know, I could I could put this this white rice into a bowl like an adult, and then put stuff on it, or I could just scoop a little divot out of the center of this white rice in the container, and then scoop the stuff into the container with it. In fact, uh, after we're done recording it, I order my lunch. I might be engaging in just such a maneuver. I uh, yeah. personally, I, I I don't like doing laundry just because it's a lot of stairs. Wash uh, machines all the way out of the basement, so it's just like every 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 time I have to go down to do any part of the process, it's like three full flights of stairs down and up. Uh, some of which are basement stairs, which are like don't feel the safest. 
Um, so yeah, that's always just a little annoying. So I try to do smaller batches of laundry so that like they only have to go through one wash cycle, one dry cycle, one dry cycle, and then I can bring them all up and I try to keep it to one bag that I could grip with a single hand. So I can use my other hand to stabilize my part. Like it's just like, Oh, this is the part of the basement stairs where I have to bend fully 90 degrees at the waist because I am too tall. Cause this building was built like 150 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that uh, making my bed is probably the thing I'm the laziest about. I'm just sort of like, oh, yeah, I'm just like, oh, the uh, the, the the slip fell off. Eh, I'll just sleep directly on the mattress tonight. I don't care. I'm just just absolutely just a total. I can total... I can never do straight on mattress anymore. That that way that would that would drive me up a wall. I'll I'll <laughs> let it be askew for a night, but if it ever got to the point where my body was directly on top of a mattress, I would lose my I would lose my noodle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that we got a broad, a broad diversity of uh, opinions on that one. Um, and uh, finally, because this week's mailbag was uh, feeble and puny, so uh, up your game, listeners. We demand more, more stuff to riff off of from you. Yeah, Twitter uh, at Hellworld with a Q yeah. instead of an O. Damn right. Let's think uh, about it. The nerdy horror fan asks uh, the so-called Queen of Canada. Uh, and her minions are becoming more unhinged. How long before she is arrested, and how dangerous is she? So, uh, Sarge, Sarge, you've taken a shine to her. So what's, what's your thoughts? It's so hard. She's not like, so if you do any digging into her, you find out she's being run by this other lady who is her like handler and knows that like, uh, Queen Duido or Dildo is the, is the, the source of the grift. I just, I don't think she's going to, um, I don't think she's going to go to jail anytime soon because she's very careful to uh, not be there when shit goes down. When all of her followers started getting arrested <coughs> by the uh, Canadian Mounted Police, she made sure she was gone. Like, so yeah. I, I, uh, they, yeah. they also call that the Trump maneuver. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't I do wonder when eventually like her egging people on uh, will get her in trouble to the point where she's actually runs afoul of the law and uh, when does her fucking around leading to her find out? But uh, for the moment, I do think that like well, I, what I what I think is most likely the danger is that one of her followers like assaults like a gas company person who's like shutting off their gas or turning off their power that like. Like some of the shit she's telling her idiot followers to do leads to them doing something bad, doing something that leads to them then lashing out violently when the consequences of that thing befall them. And then they're like, hey, well, she told me to do this. And then the the, the conspiracy flows back to her and then she ends up being on the hook for the crimes the person committed. So that's the way I think that she actually gets in trouble. You know what? So, honestly, I'm going to come in and I'm going to prices right this and take the, the true under and vote one dollar. I don't think anything ever really comes of it because I don't think her followers strike me as the type of people to actually get to the fucking around part. I mean, aside from like doing stuff to themselves, like depriving themselves of gas and electricity because the queen said they didn't have to pay their bill. Like I just, by, for, I mean, maybe I'm just not that like in touch with it, but from the stuff that I've followed on Twitter, which is more than you would expect based on the amount I follow QAnon on Twitter. Um, I don't know. They just seem th like th they're certainly kind of 
off their rocker a bit, but they don't really seem violent enough for it to spiral. I guess there's yeah. always the chance that one of them happens to be like a genuine psychotic and it's just like, now I'm going to go crazy. But like <laughs> that, that, that could be anyone regardless of their political opinion. Right. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like, a, like a, a, a very progressive American liberal could also have a mental health issue. And they're just like, you know, would solve all these problems. Eh, if I just started wasting a bunch of people in this mall right now, it's like, okay, She's- well, you, you had a mental break. She's also really started dialing back all the, I said, you don't have to get arrested. And I said, you don't have to pay your bills. She's really started dialing back on all that because that is something that could lead to actual consequences. And yeah. like, yeah, and, and also it probably looks really bad for the rest of her followers as like the, like all the pictures of her followers like appealing to her like you know go viral where it's just like ah no, another letter beseeching the queen of canada to like step in to stop this like i'm my husband and i are in our 50s and we think that you're great but now we don't have gas and canadian winter is approaching and we're gonna freeze to actual death so please do something queen and it's like okay well uh she probably doesn't want anything to do with that so yeah <laughs> we'll see i i would hate to be wrong about this one uh uh uh, but I, I am confident enough in my under that I will, I'll take that action. Fair enough. So uh, that brings us to the question of numerous, which is, what are you looking forward to? Um, I, I'm just looking forward to not traveling anymore for a little while because that's uh, been a big part of my life. Uh, some I wanted to do, some I didn't. So, uh. And then, like, actual something I'm excited about is uh, there's a new Watchma game coming out, a new uh, Atlas game called Soul Hackers 2, and it's a big, dumb, dumb, dumb uh, uh, JRPG with all of my favorite characters and whatever. So uh, I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, it comes out on Friday. Good shit. I speaking of video games, I got a I got a big uh, well a big I, I got a bonus at work for crushing it, uh, and I'm going to be uh, you know doing responsible shit with about half of it, uh, but the other half I so rarely do I buy anything fun for myself. So I was like trying to think of something fun to purchase for myself, and I narrowed it down to two options. One of which is a, an Xbox Series S, so that I can start enjoying some of these games. Uh, Sarge was a bro and hit me to some PlayStation fives that were on sale, but I don't know if I want to sink $600 into a thing that like literally, literally the only game I want to play on it is God of War two. And I never played mm-hmm. God of War one. I know at some point a new Spider-Man game will come out for it. And I'll want to play that too. But aside from that, like I just don't really give a fuck about Sony's first party lineup. Like a dark souls remaster doesn't do anything for me. I've never given a shit about the last of us. Cause I could just watch it on YouTube and get the, the best parts of it. And also having done that for The Last of Us 2. The uh, Last of Us 2 is kind of bad. So, um, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm still, like, on the fence. The other one is a is a, is a nice uh, a nice cosplay outfit that fits my being tall and fat, which would be to say a Wilson Fisk cosplay. But uh, that, that would require a lot of, a lot more effort and more money. So, we'll see. I'm excited to find out what, what fun shit I, I settle on uh, spending my disposable income on. Unfortunately, the stock I wanted to, to if this was like two months ago when the stock that I, I, I wanted to invest in was still trending under 10, uh, I would have snapped off all of it into stocks. But uh, unfortunately, that thing has bounced back predictably the way I imagined it would be. It is now already tra- like trading at over 18 again. So uh, it's just like, well, I kind of missed the boat on that one. 
I like randomly looked at it one day and I was just like trading under 10. Like this is wild. This thing will be double this price in like less than three months. And I was right. So <laughs> I feel like a real dummy for not diving more in on that one. We're, we're going to have to have L stock tips as a segment of the show from now on. Uh, yeah. No, we will not. Cause that can get you in trouble. So that's why I, I'm <laughs> literally, literally yeah. not even saying which one it was, uh, especially because of, like all of my stock stuff is real small ball shit. I mean, that's why I'm talking about stocks that are trading for under 10. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a financial advisor and I just really go with my gut on it. But the last time I went with my gut on it, it was AMC stock and I made a pretty penny on that one. I was just like, this seems like a dunker. So uh, anyway, what are you excited about, Mike? Uh, I'm excited about the terrible uh, Q documentary that Vice is releasing to no advertisement or fanfare that starts tonight. Because I think, Ooh, wow, I, th- I think even they know what a sack of shit this is going to be. So, uh Yeah. I'm uh, I'm sharpening my I'm sharpening my claws for tonight's terrible uh, QAnon vice documentary. Do we know anyone that consulted? Like, I, I, I well, certainly not Mike Raids, and that's why he's already going into it. And just yeah. being like, this terrible documentary doesn't even have any expert testimony from me, Mike Raids. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's, I'm, I'm in business for myself. In business for the sour grapes. Oh God, I'm so bitter. Oh, how dare you bring Co- Mike Rothschild to Congress One Six Committee? You pieces of shit. That should have been me. Oh God, yeah, all of that. I mean, for the sake of the podcast, it should have been you. Oh, whatever. Writing campaign to get you in front of Congress at some point, so maybe we could uh, start reaching a larger listener base and start yeah. making more money. I mean, and uh, helping more people <laughs> doing and doing good in the world and making money. Yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and getting, and getting, getting big enough to tour. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. The, but basically, this is the same Vice. This is the the Vice documentary series that did the first. Where who is Q? And they started like interviewing uh, like uh, Robert Steele, and they like talked to Jim Watkins. These were the people that like talked to that uh, God. Dustin Nemos was his name, and the, and like at the end of the interview, like Dustin Nemos like said, "Hey, do you guys know about pandas?" And then they put up like photos of like a panda with their eyes. And they were like, Dustin Nemo said something to us about panda eyes. And we're not going to talk about it. You should probably Google it and pill yourselves. It was just like <laughs> the most irresponsible, shitty, horrible documentary. And they never figured out who Q was, which is great. And they went, they got into that guy. Uh, I, if you remember from the ancient times when the HBO documentary came out, the guy that CGI'd himself as a giant cicada, that fucking oh, weirdo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they got into him. So, like, they just they went down every fucking road possible that was just, like, fucking MacGuffin after MacGuffin. And now they're going to do it again, apparently. And they're going to go down the Michael Flynn is Q path. So it's just, oh, my God, it's going to be just... I am going to hate watch it, and... um it, 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 it may end up having a segment of its own or it might be bonus contents that I'll do by myself. I'll just be Mike Rains gets angry at this vice documentary. I don't know. <laughs> but it's am I the only person? Clouds. Am I the only person who thinks that like pre pandemic, I used to sort of like the vice stuff, like every once I, in a while, yeah, like vice would come I up with a thing too. and I would, I would engage with it. And like post pandemic, I think that vice is just mono hacks and i have no fucking interest in what they're doing whatsoever and like i don't know what changed like but it it was like somebody flipped a switch and i went from just being like yeah vice is pretty cool to just being like yeah i don't want anything to do with these hipster fucks like what's the deal why why is your journalism why does your journalism suddenly seem so bad to me um but i'm not the only person like it seems like the bloom is sort of generally off the vice rose 
in my circles. Like, I don't oh, no, really the know. The helicopters are coming for me. I don't know if you uh, guys can hear that. Oh, shit. I mean, <laughs> s- s- suddenly Q Team 6 is going to bust through your windows. And, oh, yeah. you're like, the, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, it, it, what's what's a better version of swatting? What's the mo- the next level up? Just, just straight. Swatting? Yeah, you're just going to get. You're just going to get. Uh, you're going to get straight up United States mil- military. <laughs> He's going to get black bags. He's going to get the black bag put over his head. He's going to oh, yeah. just take, get, get taking the Gitmo. That's what's going to be great. And then, yeah. and then for good measure, they're going to smash all your GI Joes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah. just to be a bunch of callous dickheads about it. <laughs> and uh, like, Well, he's yeah. white, so we can't beat him, but let's bring his stuff. <laughs> and uh, for the actual thing I'm looking forward to for an enjoyment purpose, uh, I'm probably going to get uh, Cult of the Lamb because it's a roguelike that seems fun and interesting. Oh, yeah. And, and I do love roguelikes. So if, if you've got a roguelike that looks like it might scratch that itch for me, you're probably getting a few of my dollars. So, yes, Cult of the Lamb. That's what I'll hopefully be engaging in this week. Watch some streamers play that. If you've got a roguelike, yo, he'll solve it. Damn right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's good stuff. So let's uh, let's get the fuck out of Hellworld for the week. Let's jack into to to the Matrix, uh, where we can really really enjoy our privileges, unlike the real world, where there'd be like we're we're under attack. Boo, boo. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening and for supporting the show. Uh, you can continue to support the show for free by giving us a five-star review wherever you're listening to us or telling a friend or a colleague, anybody that might be interested in hearing some dicks talk about some shit. If you'd like to support us with some money, uh, you can do that as well by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics, where we have all of our bonus content, over 40 hours of the stuff, in fact, uh, including series such as Kabbalin, What We Do Out of Shadows, and Mule's Errand, where we go over Q-related media and do a slam dunk festival on it, as I teased earlier. Uh, at some point here in the near future, we are going to be doing a little a plot against the king action, so come join us for that. Uh, $5 and above donation gets access to all of our back catalog of bonus content. So if you're ever on a road trip or whatever, you can dive right in and listen to us talk yang about dumb stuff for a mad long time. Uh, Joining our beautiful babies this week, we have the wonderful Brian S., and Gary M. Uh, and I, I've been told that Gary M. Also uh, quite uh, quite good with the commentary on our bonus content. So good on you, Gary M. And Brian S. And everybody else uh, who is supporting the show. We love, we you. love you. Oh, wow. In eerie unison. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Synchronicity. Get out, get out of my brain. It's a, it's a, glitch, it's a glitch in the Matrix. Uh, anyway, if you've got money and you don't want to give it to us, but you'd like to do some good with it, there's a bunch of ways to do that. Uh, we suggest, uh, as an example, love146.org, an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. That's in their own words. Uh, but of course, you could always do a bunch of other good with it, however you'd like. You can donate it to uh, any charity helping out the Ukraine in defense of their land against Russian invasion. Uh, you can support any blue candidate, especially in the places where it matters more, like in Georgia, as we mentioned. So, you know, just d- take your money, do what you want with it, including giving it to us, doing good with it. But you know what? Just treat yourself. Buy yourself something nice. Uh, thanks to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our intro song. Still no social media for DJ Minimal Effort. Here's your shout out. You can find our buddy Frosty, who does all of our voice acting work uh, on Twitter at FrostyVO. You can find the show on Twitter at Hellworld with a Q instead of an O. You can find me on Twitter at HellworldL with Hellworld spelled the same way. Sarge is at Sergeant Hell. And Mike Rains is, of course, at Poker Politics. 
And that's going to do it for another successful episode of the Adventures at Hellworld podcast. As always, I have been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined by the recently excavated from his grave, Sarge, and our expert at all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots!